0: technical difficulties we've figured out including you being
1: presented upside down Here, very good yeah Uh, what would you rather upside down um landscape or with my crotch showing
0: (laughs) you've kind of got three options don't you not the last one let's kick off because we've got our guests coming uh we were almost ready to go last week but wash out ready to go this week how the
1: boy's traveling? yeah good good everyone's going really well keen to get back into it um Yeah, a bit disappointed not to get off to to a start last week, but hopefully the weather uh, holds off this weekend and we can get on the park. And who have we got this week? The ones are playing at home? No, we're away again against Ivanhoe. The ones are away again. I didn't realise that. So the twos are at home against Ivanhoe. Yeah, been stitched up a bit in the first couple of rounds. So we're meant to be in Brunswick last week uh, and then Ivanhoe this week. So... Yeah, a bit frustrating to play those blokes away again, but it is what it is.
0: Yep, absolutely. We'll we'll knock those blokes off and get off to a good start this year. I've noticed a few uh, new sponsors as well to go with obviously Lexus of Blackburn, Jealous Craig, Core Equipment, Bendigo Bank and Pearl Homes. We've had Agile Underwriting jump on board, which is good. Uh, Peak Urban jump on board, which are a civil and water engineering urban design team with projects across Melbourne and Southeast Queensland, and we've had uh obviously strategic property partners are back as well which is good thank you thank you tim boyce other news the girls program the
1: women's program yep fantastic to have them up and running again Um, we've had two new captains announced recently so congratulations to those two and fantastic to have the, the women's program part of the club Yeah, congratulations to
0: both uh, Monique and Madhu, who are the co-captains of our our senior women's team. And I saw we have 50 50 players in our girls' program. So we had our 50th registration there. So we're clearly doing great things there, which is exciting. We've obviously got the come and try sessions at Mount every Monday, 5.30 till 6.30 at the moment for uh, the girls, which is good. But the uh, session... The podcast this time around, we've got Nate Prashino joining us, who's the Craig Shield coach. And we've got a very special uh, former Craig Shield player. We've got to wind the clock back to way back to 04 05 for uh, this particular individual. But we're looking forward to having a chat to, to both Nate and uh, Ryan. So, should we get into it? Absolutely. We're joined by uh, both Nath Prashino, who's our Craig Shield coach for the upcoming season. And we've also got a former Craig Shield participant and maybe more importantly, or maybe his 04-05 cap at the Mount Waverley hatch side is more valuable to him. But we've also got Ryan Lester, who uh, is a current player and life member at the Brisbane Lions, who clocked up 150 games uh, last year. So I think only Daniel Rich has played longer at the Lions than Ryan. So thank you both Ryan and Nath for joining us.
2: No Rose, great to be on, Pete. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, Prush, we might go to you first, if
0: that's all right, and just a bit of context. Uh, where are the boys at at the moment in terms of the Craig
3: schedule? What's uh, kicking off? How do we think we're going to go, etc. cetera? Yeah. Um, we haven't had much to do so far this year, to be honest, Pete, because um, we've just had the one trial, had about a dozen boys down there. Um, but last week was obviously washed out. Uh, but out among the group, there's um there's a lot of boys that are already playing juniors at Mount Waverley, few that are in our senior program already. Um, and then a few boys from other clubs that are coming down to trial from what I've seen so far. But um, yeah, the the um the caliber of the group looks pretty strong. There's some um there's a bunch of spinners, there's a bunch of batters, a few quits as well, so it's a pretty good variety. And, um, yeah, they've all, they're have all they all pretty skillful, which is good. Very Great. good. I- Has there been any changes
1: to the format at all with COVID? Has that had any impact on, I guess, how the tournament's going to be run this year? Or is it pretty much
3: kind of same as usual? No, nah, it's still same as usual as far as I know. Um, Birch, I think nothing's really changed from last year. I think last year they reduced it by about five overs per per innings. That was about 10 overs each last game. Um but no, other than that, all as per. Perfect. And then, Ryan, over to you, mate. Do you want to give a
0: bit of an intro context, your connection to the local area, Mount Waverley, et cetera? Any memories from your time as a Craig Shield player?
2: Uh, yep. I uh, I played for Glen Waverley Cougars in uh, with SDCCL, which I don't know if it still exists anymore. Uh, no. Nah. Uh, and then was going all right, so I got invited down to Mount Waverley Hatch, um, or Hatch, as it used to be called. Um, I reckon, it was the coach Darren, maybe? Is Darren right? Singleton. Yep, that'd be right. Um, yeah. And I was a bottom major, but I thought it was amazing being involved in, like, rep cricket sort of stuff. So I was actually looking through my cricket before, trying to get some stats <laughs> of my um, tournament. I reckon I batted... Three, so then what are the six games or something? I reckon I yeah. only got about three times, probably coming in at nine, ten. I um, never got out, but might have made a combined runs of eight, something along those lines, and would have bowled. Lucky to bowl four overs a game, if that. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know why. I still remember enjoying it, and I don't remember being despondent about not getting a go. But um, yeah, that was. That was about my hatch experience. Um, but in saying that, I feel pretty proud that I got to play hatch. Um, when I talk to any boys from Victoria who come up um, and I say I play hatch, it puts a little bit of respect next to my um, cricket career. So, yeah, that's my, cricket, my experience.
0: A bit of respect against the cricket prowess. And have you got any memories of Singer, who's still around and he's still playing? he might have looked old when you were 14 and he still looks old but he's
2: still going uh nah my only memories are um when we were doing the warm-up and he'd come up and tell me that i was specialist fielder for the day or um (laughs) batting at nine and won't be bowling or something along those lines um but no he was yeah i remember him being a friendly guy and um tried to help us out i to be honest, I don't think we were a very strong Hatch team. I don't know if we won. We might have won one game or not many games. Um, hopefully that that's turned around for you guys since then. But, um, yeah, that's that's my memories. Um, don't know if anyone still plays in Mount Waverley from that team either. Good question. Was Pete Hanscom in that side or not? Uh, nah, no, nah, nah. nah. Might have been did he play? older. Yeah. Did he play at Mount, did he? Oh, very good.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, and turning to footy, how do you think the boys are going to go this year? And is anyone having the uh, the old famous uh, massive pre-season? <laughs> um,
2: oh, hopefully hopefully we'll, we'll give ourselves a chance again. Um, you know, that's sort of, that's the starting point um, for us. And over the last three years, we finished top four, which has been, you know, incredible and something that, um, we're quite proud of despite um, what's happened in finals. And we obviously haven't been able to convert that um, into real deep September runs, but um, so primarily hopefully getting to finals and um, giving ourselves a chance to, to go a little bit further. Um, obviously we've been beaten twice by pointed point in finals. So, you know, whilst we haven't won many finals, when we're not getting sort of blown out of, out of the water, um, I think in the, the Bulldogs final, having Eric Hipwood and Dan Stay both injured really hurt us because um, we play with a, a three-tour forward line system and and not having those guys there um, hurt us. So uh, in terms of guys to be excited about, uh, Cam Rain is probably, yeah, the one for me, but coming off an ACL maybe is going to take a little bit more time, um, but certainly a number one pick who's got um, so much X factor. it's um, It's very exciting. Yeah,
0: and you, Ryan, you've spoken publicly a little bit about sort of the cultural shift at the Lions in your time there. Obviously, but you've been a player and on the list for what ten years, eleven years now. 11 years. And that cultural shift under under Chris Fagan. What do you think are the catalysts or drivers of that from a playing perspective? And is there anything that that we can kind of learn about team culture, cohesion, that sort of stuff?
2: Uh, yeah. So that. It obviously changed um, when Fags and, and David Noble came along and we did work with leading teams, um, which my experience of leading teams leading uh, prior to that was all the stuff you hear in the media about a player sits out the front and um, gets berated. And so I was quite nervous going into or hearing that leading teams were coming on board, but um, we just do – Or we have done a lot of activities, particularly early days around, um, you know, what behaviours are are not helping us. Um, So things such as taking the piss out of boys for doing extras, suggesting that they're sucking up to coaches or um, asking questions in meetings and um, those sort of things, which uh, are probably that old school footy footy culture um, that, you know, the guy who's actually saying it probably doesn't it has a great effect, but clearly it has an effect through the group um, when younger players see that as well. So that's sort of primarily where it started. And then um, I'd say one of the big things Fags has been good at throughout his time is keeping consistent um, to what we're trying to do and showing us our growth throughout. Um, So early days, I think we won four games and then five games in his first two years, maybe. Um, And... In, in the, uh, the season, we won four games. Our percentage might have been 80. Lepich's Le- last year, our percentage might have been 67 or something along those lines. So uh, he reinforces, you know, you, you're actually getting better. You're not getting the wins at the moment, but you're getting better along with other things such as um, quarters one or um, contested ball differential. And then the year after our percentage becomes 92, um, we win, I don't know, 30% more quarters. And so then there's belief in the group Um, and then the year, our breakout year 2019 probably came earlier than we expected as well. But um, I think just that we'd been reinforced that, um, you know, this is working and and players started to buy in and um, yeah, things, things really turned for us. And obviously picking up Lockie Neal and Jared Lyons and Charlie Cameron and and those sort of guys along the way, certainly you need the talent. Um, but yeah, when you're down the bottom, I think you need to sell a message and that's what Fags was able to do. And focus on, the, it sounds a bit like focus on the process, not the outcome, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, i trying to stay away from cliches, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely we talk about the process. <laughs>
1: um,
3: yeah. Um, I was just going to ask you, Ryan, um, in terms of, Cricket culture up at the Lions. Yep. Who, who are the big cricket nuffies. Um, and if you had to pick a couple of blokes who who would be your best batter? So who would who would bat at number three and yep. take the new ball? Uh,
2: so quite a few cricket nuffies: uh, Jared Lyons, Dane Zorko, Eric Hipwood, Hugh McCluggage, Jackson Pryor. Um, and then our best cricketer would be Connor McFadden, who's a um. uh, third-year player this year. I believe he played uh, 17s cricket for Australia. Um, So, uh, clearly very talented. More a batsman, so he'd be coming in at three. Uh, Actually, his dad's um, team manager of Australian cricket team as well. So, there's yeah, he's deep entrenched in cricket and um, for him, it was a a choice between cricket and footy and he went footy. Uh, Other notable Batsman um, Hugh McCluggage played Dowling Shield in Country Vic and I believe made 100.
3: I'm pretty uh, sure, actually, just to butt in, I'm pretty sure McCluggage actually might have got 100 um, the year I was playing in the Dowling Shield as well because I remember his name. Um, yeah. All the, yep. all the country teams used to, um, we used to like stay together at one of the Melbourne Uni colleges for the week. And yep, yep. Um, they used to write up like the notable performances and stuff on this big whiteboard for the day. And his name was right up the top with a hundred next to it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, that's pretty, sounds handy. Right. That pretty sounds handy sportsman right. in
2: general. He is a handy yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Jared Lyons, um, I think also played sort of Dowling Shield, maybe even substitute fielder for Victorian under seventeens or something along the lines. He told me he used to love fielding, so um Probably those three, and the best bowler. Um, Brownie used to love it, didn't he? Former yeah, player. Yeah, Brownie. Yeah, he could. But he had some pace behind him. We we play in like this. Um, uh, it'd be a fifteen. Oh, it might be a twenty meter kick room. Twenty meters by like ten meters wide. It's like your perfect little indoor cricket setup. Um, and boys coming off only four or five steps, but. Um, yeah, plenty of tape, tennis balls, and um, yeah, lots of fun had playing cricket at
1: our club. I'm imagine uh, Eric Hibbard with the big left arm. Yeah, left arm over he'd have a bit of, he'd come down from a bit of heart, I imagine. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, he's he's probably probably our quickest bowler, I reckon. Yep. Any um any of the boys that um you wouldn't want to be on the end of a, a bit of lip from on the cricket field had some pretty. Uh,
2: uh, good question. Surely, Rob. I'm not sure you want Robo at short cover,
1: <laughs> or short leg would you?
2: Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't mind a chat on the field. Um, who else? Harris Andrews actually surprising. Oh, I don't know if it's surprising, but he um he's quite lippy on the field, so yeah. he'd probably equally lippy at cricket. But um, don't think he ever played. He's not not much chop in the kick room, so. <laughs> And um, um, what
0: about, Ryan, going back? I know uh, you would have seen the – did you watch the T20 final at 1 o'clock yep. in the morning or whenever it was? Did you stay up or just watch the replay?
2: Nah, the replay. The, yeah, the old KO mini.
0: Yep. Yeah, the good the KO minis. And Mitch Marsh, who would have thought – I was joking with a couple of mates of mine between a pandemic and an earthquake, likelihood of that versus likelihood of Mitch Marsh uh, – <laughs> Getting Australia over the line in a major tournament may be about the same. The um much maligned Mitch Marsh. And I know kind of going back over the years, are there any kind of cricketers or heroes that you've had kind of throughout the throughout the journey? There's one name I'm particularly looking for,
2: speaking much maligned, but <laughs> Yeah, I was always a shame Watson Backer um, back when he was breaking down with his what do they have, back and hamstring. He used yeah, to yeah. look like he weighed 120 kilos. All he did was lift um, and then became unbelievable opening opening batsman for us in the end. Specialist. Uh, yeah, that
0: was the name I was looking for. I'll yeah. let you ask you a question. And in the meantime, I'll go and look for something because, you know, we've had a house buy here. We've moved back home. But I stumbled across something the other day. I'll leave right it the you for a moment.
1: Yeah, so um, how have you dealt with the ups and downs of your your career over the journey? So um, we try to have a bit of a focus on mental side of stuff at Mount Waverley and a bit of building resilience, particularly with the young group. Obviously, you've had a, a few injuries um, and weren't always the first player picked at the line. So kind of how have you dealt with, I guess, setbacks and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, uh, my my view or something I got told early in my career was um, you're here for a career, not a game. So Essentially, what that means is you're you're trying to stay here for the long term, not worry about short-term rewards, if you like. Uh, So, yeah, definitely plenty of times I've been dropped throughout my career, had injuries. Um, I don't really remember it phasing me too much until probably uh, the last uh, three or four years ago, I reckon, Um, and then getting dropped – I remember it being quite hard. I thought I just felt embarrassed a little bit um, that you sort of weren't good enough, but always had in the back of my mind um, here for a career. So I'd, I'd keep working on things that the coaches wanted me to work on and what my strengths were. I'd, I'd always try and play to my strengths. So um, I think that's the best piece of advice I've got um, in that. Yeah. For a young cricketer, they might have aspirations to play first 11 at, at Mount Waverley or, might even have aspirations to play district cricket or something like that um, and not lose sight of that when, you know, things can get tough. I mean, in cricket, it only takes one good ball and, um, you know, you can go out, whereas in footy, we're, we're a bit lucky in that, you know, you've got four quarters to play a game. So um, obviously every cricketer goes through patches of, of low runs or not many wickets, um, but always keeping the big pitcher in the back of your mind and, and working on that at training, um, and I feel like over my career I ended up outworking and being more desperate than a lot of my teammates and and mates in general, and that's why I've probably lasted as long as I have.
1: Not sure, um, Peter's is Peter still going on his little hunt around the <laughs> place.
3: So, did you play with Pete back in the day, Ryan? Uh, nah,
2: no, no. Nah, went to school together. Um, yeah. At Glen Waverley, I James Jensen, who was at Mount Waverley for a couple of yeah. years. Um, okay. he was, yeah, he was my cricket coach at the Cougars for a long time, uh, um, and still a close friend. up in He's actually moved to Queensland, so. Was he uh, a bit older than you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: he hasn't played. He hasn't played at the club for years. Yeah, Tyler Walsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Tyler. We yeah. uh, I played in the flag with him. You're at
3: Richmond now, Birch.
1: Yeah, captain of the fours. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yes, he was playing at the Cougars as well.
2: Um, And obviously, I know Stoopy a little bit. Um, Yeah.
1: Armandeep Singh, is he? No, he's... um, I have a feeling he's in Canberra now.
2: Was he at Mount Waverley?
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, he was definitely at Mount Waverley. Yeah, yeah, probably five, six years ago. I reckon he shipped off to maybe Canberra. Yeah. I reckon going by Facebook. Yeah. I thought um, when,
0: when Nath asked the question about you and I, Ryan, I thought you were just about to open up into a spiel of my sporting prowess while I wasn't around. But I actually can't believe it. I can't find that Shane Watson post that you gave me when we were 14 and 15. I've still got it and I'll find it and send you a photo later. But, Shane
2: Watson um, is actually, it's a, bit dis- just Shane
0: a bit disappointing.
2: Watson. Shane Watson, not a bad commentator. Yeah, not a yeah.
1: yeah, so. I, I was impressed with his work, actually.
2: I reckon he speaks really well and doesn't over-talk and doesn't overcomplicate it. it. Um, yeah. Maybe easier in the 2020 game because things are happening quickly, but, um, yeah, I think he's not and bad. It, speaking of good commentators and the
0: Craig Shield proof, we had uh, Ricky Ponting two years ago come and talk to the Craig Shield boys. Have you got anyone... Are we going bigger and better this year? Have you found anyone else that
3: wants to come and have a chat to them? Uh, we, oh, we... I couldn't tell you, Pete. We, we weren't... Uh lucky enough to lock in anyone last year, so I was left to do the speaking at Mount Waverly. We, we didn't quite have the Lexus of Blackburn uh, showroom available either. It's a bit tricky with COVID, but hopefully there'll be something back uh, like that, a little bit of a draw card this year. You're doing well to
1: top punter, aren't you, really? Like <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're topping punter, you, you, you've you flown Viv Richards out or something. I think, what uh, were the what were um, the reactions
0: of the kids Nath, the 20 the 2021 era when they saw 1920 got to listen to Ricky take some photos with Ricky and then they got excited and fronted
3: up and saw you Nate yeah. everything 17 pretty, in the ones pretty <laughs> mediocre i think um, running through through my record um, compared to punters but had a couple of the former craig shield boys down to present them with their their mount Waverley bags and Hats and stuff. So, surely, if that's not enough, then yeah, that's what you want. You're just going to be happy with the selection, surely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Are there any uh,
0: Ryan? When you think about other professional sports people, particular people that come to mind, like footy or global, that like you kind of still admire or see as kind of doing some amazing stuff.
2: Um. Oh. The obvious ones like LeBron James, um, actually watched Space Jam 2 last night, so quite topical for me. But um, no, I just think his longevity in his career and it um, always seems to have, you know, despite all the media hate and um, or conversation about him throughout his careers, never seemed to have lashed out or anything like that. I actually find that quite admirable. Um, and I'm a big soccer fan. So Stephen Gerrard is probably the other one um, who's now uh, a manager. Um, just moved to Aston Villa. So seems to be going all right for himself. Um, but yeah, Peter, I meant to ask you, are you playing this year or just doing this podcast? That's the million dollar
1: question. Uh,
0: that is, you're not the first person to ask that. I did. Uh, it would have been, when would it have been to you? It would have been before either late August or early you're September. In, in. I did the, the Michael Jordan-style press release. I'm back. <laughs> I've, but, I've
3: seen your um, name on the playing list and in the, hit the pre-season groups, Pete. So. Hit the track. I was did you? sort of, what? I was top five, I think, Prouch,
0: for the 2K you're, time yeah, you, so you, you would have. You just went, de- you
1: went down the hill line from though.
3: You would have absolutely been,
0: yeah, I, I live at the. I live near the police academy, so I just run down Gels Road, and then once I hit 2Ks, I press stop, so... Um, I've got my one-day shirt, so I'll let you know. That's the key. Uh, Ryan, we stream our games. You might know our ones and twos. So if I get on the main ground, you can watch me live from the Gold Coast or where, wherever it is you are. We did have a fan question, actually. Well, two fan questions. One uh, person was interested to know, as one of Mount Waverley Cricket Club's biggest fans, who's your favourite Mount Waverley cricketer?
2: Uh. Well, I was just discussing this when you were um, away, Pete. So, obviously, yourself. um, And then Stoopy when he was around. Um, Reliable opening back, was he?
0: Yeah, he was. That particular fan that uh, sent that in will be pleased with that answer too. So, that's That's very good. I was just about (laughs) to say, this just reeks of Andrew the Stoop (laughs) setup. He described it as a bit of a half volley. I don't know whether that's for you or for him, but he'll take that. Um, the other fan question we had was you've, uh, you've recently, not quite recently, but semi-recently, I guess, become a father. Yeah. What's that like? Does it change how you think
2: about life or sport or anything like that? Uh, no, yeah, not so much sport. Um, in terms of life, yeah, definitely, um, you know, more exhausted come the end of the day. Um, we're very lucky in what we do in that, um, you know, obviously we, We play on weekends and sometimes we're away and that sort of thing. But primarily during the week, we might have, um, I don't know, three full days and two half days sort of thing. So I get plenty of time to spend with him, which is awesome. Um, In terms of footy, I know a lot of people talk about, um, you know, having a kid change their outlook on their career and that sort of thing. I feel like because I've I've very much been contract to contract for the last probably four or five years, uh, I've never really been in that sort of comfortable footy state where, um, you know, I know that football's just going to be there for me for the next four or five years. So I think um, I've always been able to have that footy life balance or I think I've been not too bad at it. So I don't think it's changed that that too much. But, um, yeah, no, definitely all in all enjoying it. Yeah, brilliant. That's
0: awesome.
2: Boys, have we got any
3: final questions for Ryan or we we'll let him go? um yeah i'll just have one just um once you do um eventually decide to hang him up ryan what have you got any sort of immediate plans for the short term or anything like that or just gonna put the feet up for a bit uh
2: yeah i i really hope that um my post football career is is as successful if not more successful than playing football so um i really at the moment i've I've been in a leadership group at the Lions for the last five years and I've, I'd love to be in a um, leadership or management position um, wherever I end up. Um, yeah. I have finished a, a Bachelor of Business and I'm actually doing an internship at Host Plus at the moment, um, which is awesome. So, yeah, I, I, um, part of me is actually very much looking forward to what happens after football, um, but obviously I'd love to stay. Stay playing the game for as long as as long as I can.
0: Yeah, awesome. Oh, I forgot. I did have one more question. Uh, yeah, Ryan or Froggy? That yeah. nickname. Where's it? Where's it come from? Every every article, every reference of you is Ryan Froggy yeah. Lester. But um, <laughs> talk us through that.
2: Oh, it's, no, it's not a great story. It's um, uh, Dane Zorka and Mitch Goldby came up with an emoji for every player. Um, at something at the time, maybe Craig knew it was my favourite jockey or something along those lines. So his nickname's also Froggy. So then uh, they went with that. Whatever the other 45 emojis somehow don't ever get brought up again, but um, mine somehow stuck through. Um, I went, we went to Hong Kong on a footy trip, and I got it tattooed on my bum. So that also <laughs> that, that'll do it. Um, help it stick as well <laughs> but yeah the story that I give to the kids when they ask is that I had a pet frog when I was um, when I first moved to the club and that's that's why the boys call me that that's good
1: <laughs>
2: very good that's yeah very no it's not that good but anyway <laughs> I meant to say as well um, Matt Faschini played in the Hatch team with me oh, yeah. he went to play for um, Victory and and that sort of thing so Maybe we're more of another sport sort of cricket team than actual.
1: <laughs> yeah, only winning one game probably sounds like it.
0: <laughs> Very athletic, talented group of individuals yeah, that went on to bigger talented. and better things, maybe, is how I'd describe it. So, <laughs> hey, Ryan, nah, thanks, good. mate. Thanks for joining
1: us.
3: Really appreciate no worries, you yeah.
1: Thanks, heaps, mate. Much no appreciated. No worries. Thank you guys. Cheers. See you later. Enjoy. Yeah.
0: Were there any other headlines that we wanted to call out? We got a new sponsor, Nate. We got a who's doing the pies? I saw that on Instagram.
3: Oh the Swiss Bakehouse. I mean, um yeah. man she has been sort of going there for a while and Evo goes there a bit and lockdown will go on there every Saturday. So Jamie um in there, he's like he's got a couple of horses and stuff and yeah, sort of just become palsy with him and um, they did they did similar for the footy club. I think they sponsor the footy club. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, just
0: so they're not we we'll give them a plug. They're not an official sponsor, but they're, uh, see what yeah, we they're can do a... Cameroon sponsor.
1: They're, they're giving us some nice chicken pies. Yeah. yeah. Where where are they based?
3: Just in Hamilton Place in, yeah. in Mount Waverley. Just in Mount. Yeah, perfect. Got to be more anything out the front of their joint at the moment if you're ever driving past. But yeah, likes are good.
0: Yeah, right, perfect. And
3: how are you, are you ready
0: and raring to go to outscore Mick in the ones this year at the top of the order?
3: Um, oh, jeez, I hope so. That'd be, that'd See, be right. good. coming off to the bucks. So. That'd be good to throw around the office. Um, Might find yourself out of a job, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, geez, I'd have to make a fair few more runs first. Otherwise, Mick could be having a pretty poor season. And anything on the social front to you worth plugging or shall we wrap? Um, 100
1: Club, let's plug the 100 Club actually. Tell yeah. us about it. So make sure you get your tickets to the 100 Club. 100 bucks gets you tickets to the 2K draw at the end of the year, plus a few free drinks or soft drinks, bit of finger food. And it also gets you into the draw for the $100 draw each Thursday night. So make sure you get involved and uh, message either myself, Nathan Prashino, Ganesha or Kyle if you're interested. Very good. Did Any final
0: words? I think you sold it perfectly. Any final yep. words, Nate? Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us, boys. Yeah, Nate. Yeah. Thanks for coming on board. We really appreciate your contributions and your little shameless plug previously about you playing Dowling Shield. <laughs> yes, I didn't. I was going to bring that up. That didn't. I go was also going to bring it up, but I said, I'll save it for
3: fines. Yeah, I saw you. Um, I saw you thinking about it. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't go past. The year's up. Um, I think actually, um, oh, it hasn't been officially announced yet, but um, a couple of our Craig Shield boys from last year, three of them have made the Scorpions um, YPL team for the upcoming carnival. So that'll be something to plug on the socials. Yeah. Can One we announce weeks. that? Can
0: we go early with the pre-selection yeah. announcement or do we need to that out with the or hold off till it's announced and then we can announce it and say we have the scoop but I was almost yeah. going to talk to Ryan about speaking of scoops and uh, Sam McClure yeah. vaccination status. I know Dane Zorko had some comments in, in the media during the week about Lam Jones. Yeah, I saw
1: but, that, yeah,
0: but thought you and I have discussed many a topic on this podcast, including uh geopolitical affairs between Afghanistan and the rest of the world. But there are some things that we don't go too close, yeah, to yeah. No, we
1: we, we, we got to be careful with how close we go to top, yeah, fair enough. On that note, shall we wrap? Yep, thanks, That's guys, good. appreciate it. Good to, Cheers, to Thank you. see us awesome. you. Guys.